Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Indeed. Welcome to Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Mark Walters in the Six Hour Studios with you today on the Crossbreed Holsters mic. The video being brought to you by Lead Slingers and Daniel Defense. And it looks like that stream is up live. All of it presented by X Insurance. Greg down to Dallas, Texas. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good for a fajita Friday. Yeah, it looks like, uh, guys, it looks like we might be having a little bit of difficulty with the stream popping in and out. Not sure why, not from this end, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, try to, we'll try to keep that going for you at some point, uh, test on that during the breaks. But, uh, Greg, i got to tell you, before we go to our guest, who has got a lot of talking to do today, I've already forewarned him <laughs> because it has been one heck of a month uh, as far as travel. Every boy. weekend on the road at some phenomenal places. Gun Rights Policy Conference started in September with a local event at a gun shop uh, and now uh, moved into the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Dallas. That, that took me to Greeley, Pennsylvania, up via Newark for the Great Car Arms Rod of Iron Festival. Three days later, back up in the air, flying on a big jet airplane where we wound up at oh, the Six Hour event in New Hampshire. Wonderful, wonderful time with those folks. And last night, my wife and I took a drive in the AAR vet. It, where we uh, went some great pictures of the AAR vet in front of the Daniel Defense Facility, where I emceed the annual banquet for the fundraiser. We raised hundreds of thousands of dollars and had a great time. And before I go to my guest, Dave Workman, I, I want to thank uh, Kalia Noir and uh, Lieutenant Governor from North Carolina, Mark Robinson. My wife and I had dinner with, uh, with the two of them last night and had a fantastic time. And let me tell you something, Mark Robinson's got my vote for president if he ever decides to run. And that seemed to be the general consensus last night. Uh, he is one of three of the greatest speakers in our lifetimes, in my estimation. That is my personal opinion. As much as I hate to admit the first one would be would be uh, Barack Obama, the second one would be Ronald Reagan, and the third is Mark Robinson. He's right up there with him. He was phenomenal. Brought the house down last night. He, he gets it. He understands our right to bear arms. We'll talk more about that in the second hour. Let's go to Dave Workman out in beautiful Bellevue, Washington. Dave Workman, how you doing? You ready to do some chatter? I'm really tired today, brother. Well, my heart pumps Kool-Aid for you, Mark. <laughs> no sympathy from Dave Workman. Not from the old guy in the house today. Dave, it's great to have you here today, and I do, I do appreciate you jumping in here and chatting with us. Sure. A, a lot to talk with you about. Before we get going, are you familiar with the work that Lee's been doing on the DeSantis fundraiser? Well, yeah, he runs. Okay, uh, well, guess what? He submits it here to uh, the gun mag, and uh, I read everything that comes through uh, from him and and all the other writers, but uh, it's... It's a little alarming, and I I traded a little bit of email with Lee uh, on, uh, I think it was... Tuesday or Wednesday when he let's uh, talk about it. Sent, what do you think? Sent the first, well, I'm not sure DeSantis knew all of this was going on. I'll just say that. And if I'm mistaken, then I'm mistaken. But I think somebody on his campaign team uh, may not be entirely in our camp. And and then again, there's there's another possibility too. Uh, you, you know, there there may have been you know, quietly some kind of a security uh, concern for DeSantis's safety. Uh, you know, a lot of people love that guy, and right. on the other hand, a lot of people really don't like him at all because he represents uh, what uh, a lot of Americans would like to have back again. They they want a, uh, a somebody who's a strong leader, who is uh, a thinker. He can hit the ground running, and people you know, they don't kind of like that. Uh, you know, the 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 guys. I'm saying the people who vote for. Joe Biden, uh, you know, those, those people yeah. really don't like that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, in the long run, uh, I, I, I've never met DeSantis, so I can't see this for sure, but I think that he may represent 
a, a rebound in 2024 if he decides to run for president that a lot of people in the United States are looking for right now. You know, we yeah. have just put up or we're still enduring, actually, two of two years of of the worst mismanagement of government, uh, I think, in the history of the United States. And in particular, we have seen the the anti-gun crowd, to, just to keep this in our sandbox, they've, they've come out of the woodwork with all kinds of ways to uh, penalize people like you and me for crimes we didn't commit. And you know, I'd say half the country is getting kind of tired of that. <laughs> so there you go. Well, I'm, let me um, let me let me break down a little bit further because I am in okay. agreement with you. I as I discussed with Lee on the program, I'm not convinced that DeSantis knew. Look, let's face it. DeSantis, a busy man, and he's got staff to handle these things. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to the program, if you're just joining us on this, just a very, very brief recap. Governor DeSantis is very pro-gun, what he says. Uh, we've heard the statements from him. Florida's a Second Amendment state. He stands up for the right to bear arms. He's hollering out loud for a constitutional carry bill on his desk so he can sign it, make Florida the 26th state constitutional carry. That, For those of you who might not know, that's permitless carry, to put it mildly. And uh, he held a fundraiser last night. In Florida, in Alachua County, at a publicly uh, held building, which was in violation of Florida's very strong and powerful state preemption law. The event itself violated the preemption law on that public property. You cannot ban concealed carry on that property. And it was banned at the DeSantis event. So a lot of people have taken notice to this, not the least of which is this program. We've talked about it for a couple of days. We hold the powerful accountable here. That includes those that we love and will vote for if given the opportunity. And I'm a huge DeSantis fan. But, Dave, I agree with you. Having laid that groundwork, I don't think he was aware of that. But we don't know because the campaign has failed to respond, Dave, which I found a little bit more unnerving than anything else. And everybody seems to be passing the buck and, and play, laying blame elsewhere. And, and nobody's you, wanting what, to take the, take the bull. That's what bugs me about this. Uh, I, I uh, talked to Lee on, I don't know, Monday, I think it was, of this week. And uh, as you might guess from reading some of my stuff and reading the news releases from the Second Amendment Foundation and the Citizens Committee, they've been kind of busy week around here. But yeah. I chatted with them. Uh, just really briefly, and at the time he said, "Hey, would you be interested? You know, you got or you got some interest in a, uh, a thing that he was working on at the time about uh, DeSantis?" I said, "Hell yeah, you know, sure. Right, right. Uh, you know, uh, we we don't play favorites around here." Gingy going on, we need to alert our readers because, gee whiz, that crazy old guy Workman really is a journalist, you know, and uh, he still believes that the people have a right to know. So anyway, uh, Lee's copy uh, showed up, I think it was the next morning, and I read it, and I I looked at it, and I thought, oh, that's kind of weird, and I read it again, and then I, I, I think I fired him off an email, and I said, you know, Lee, there's something dicey about this. And I don't know what it is. I still don't know what it is. And uh, he wrote me back, and, and you know, we did, traded a couple of emails. Uh, and I have absolute faith, uh, you know, just to clarify, I have absolute faith in the, what Lee wrote is uh, represents uh, an accurate description of what went on that he was trying to cover. Period. That is without question, because uh, over the course of a few years, I've been involved in you know one or two of these things, and I know this is kind of the way this stuff works. Uh, and then I, I read a follow-up that he did. He didn't send me the copy. I, I fired him off an email here a little while ago. Say, hey, can I use this? Because uh, it's a good follow-up piece. Um, and uh, the, the question, as you pointed out, the question uh, still remains unanswered. Who is responsible for this? And I, I think you 
to have the right perspective. DeSantis assigns people to take care of this stuff. Of course. Uh, a governor who may be a presidential candidate, he doesn't have time for this kind of stuff. He leaves that to subordinates. And my take on this, at, at least right now, until I know a little bit more, and the only way I'm going to find out is, is Lee's going to find it out. All right, do me a favor. Uh, stop right there, because Greg just yeah. jumped on me and told me that we've got just a few seconds left before we go to the All break. Right. We're going to pick it back up with your take on this when we come back. I'm talking with the great Dave Workman, real journalist out on the well, he's on the AAR studio line phone with us, but he's out in beautiful Bellevue, Washington, in the offices of the Second Amendment Foundation. Dave is with me for the hour. You don't want to miss one minute of this conversation. We'll be right back. Don't go away. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey, who laid down their lives and their fortunes, forging the bedrock of this republic, and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. 
Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom as I do every day in the first hour of the broadcast here on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike, in the Sig Sauer Studios, all of it presented by X Insurance. We're talking with the great Dave Workman out in Bellevue, Washington. Dave, I want to go right back to you. This is the quickest segment that we have. Okay. Your take. Go for it. Well, as I was saying in the first segment, you know, uh, Lee and I uh, emailed each other back and forth, and and uh, you believe me, I understand anybody's frustration uh, at what's going on with this. Say it may be a tempest in a teacup, but it's still kind of a tempest, and uh, the fact that uh, the the key players involved appear to be passing this buck around and around and around that bothers me a little bit and and maybe that's sure. what i what i meant when i uh wrote lee back and and you know if you talk to him you ask him what i really said in the email i, I said you know i think there's something dicey about this deal and uh you know i wouldn't blame desantis personally for this but it might be time for for the governor to sit down with some of his staff and say all right who did this you don't do this again, you know. No, you're right. You're spot on. You're spot on. Let me let me let me say this, because if we lay, I've been doing this a long time, and like you, I know that the governor was likely not personally involved in this when it was set up. Now I can tell you for certain that the governor's aware of this now. And I, oh yeah, oh yeah. There's no question. The dust up in Florida has gotten pretty loud, and I can tell you that the Florida gun rights organization down there, the, the largest and, 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 and most important of all would be Florida Carry, is and will be talking to the campaign if they have not yet, or at some point will. And if the campaign will not talk with them directly, that discussion will be had publicly as it is here. And this is a good discussion to have because the governor needs to be aware of this. This is terrible optics going forward. When you are putting yourself out as a Second Amendment candidate, Second Amendment state, possible presidential contender, likely presidential contender, let's say that. Uh, I, I think that's a fair statement to say. I don't think I'm stretching anything there. Well, I would be shocked if he didn't run, quite frankly. That's me. Again, that's my, op- my opinion as the host of Armed American Radio. And when this is such a centerpiece and a focal point of not just your campaign, but the platform itself and one that you are pushing in the state that you currently run, this isn't going to go away. And the governor has to know that. He does. There's no question. So I guess at this point, maybe it was too late to pull out. Maybe they they weighed this. The optics of pulling out would have been worse. And we'll fix this going forward. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what remains to be seen here. Is this is how is this going to be handled now going forward? Now that we know obviously that the event did go off as planned, and it did go off as planned. We have the photographs of of individuals entering entering being wanded, Dave, and it, oh, it was just a really disturbing thing to see. I didn't like it, Gre- uh, uh, Greg and in Dallas. You know, I didn't like it. And about, I, will, I didn't like it, Dave, either. I will tell you this. Uh, and I've said this publicly when I've been at events uh, as, a, as a speaker, uh, when I uh, came in behind maybe some politician who came in and talked and then left. Any, any politician who's a pro-gun politician who walks into a room where we all know there are probably uh, several armed private citizens in that room who are law-abiding, gun-toting people, that politician is in the safest place he or she could possibly be. Ain't nobody in there going to let anything bad happen to that politician. Uh, and, And that's just the way it is. Uh, you know, there, it's an absolute safe environment when you're with a bunch of gun owners and, you know, who are law-abiding, peaceable citizens who who have an interest in their political future. And they're not going to hurt anybody. They're going to protect that person if something bad happens, period. Well, Dave, I, I used real-life examples having this discussion uh, more than more than once, probably two or three times last week, my friend. And that was when I was with Governor Deal. Well, heck, I 
I haven't had the chance to mention this to you, but as you know, I recently introduced the governor here in the state of Georgia lawfully carrying a sidearm at a pro two uh, a rally on the steps of the Capitol where everyone in attendance was also lawfully carrying both openly and concealed at, at uh, two bill sightings. I was at one in particular. I can remember up in LJ where Governor Deal signed the what the left refers to as the guns everywhere bill. We love that. Call it what call it that if you want to. We're proud of that one. I'll take that moniker any day of the week. But the governor's first words were, I am in the safest pavilion in a park in the state of Georgia, period, surrounded by you. And he went yeah. on to sign the bill. So, yeah, and that's the thing that bothered me about the whole DeSantis issue. And I am hopeful that DeSantis feels the same way. And this does not happen again. So I guess we can kind of leave it at that. I guess yeah, the, the I proof so. is now in the pudding, right, Dave? Well, yeah, we don't need to dwell on this. I mean, if DeSantis is even half the guy that you and I think he is, he'll do this quietly. He'll sit down with, you know, whoever was responsible and say, hey, look, you know, you can't be doing this kind of stuff. You're trying to alienate me from my base. That doesn't pass the smell test. Don't do it again. If you do do it again, there's a door over there, and it's going to hit you in the butt on the way out. Yeah, I think we're in agreement that this is what remains to be seen, ladies and gentlemen, is how is this handled going forward. And we will wait and see. And you have my word as the host of this program that we will hold DeSantis and the campaign on this show accountable. And you also have my word as a life member of Florida Carey, that individuals at Florida Carey will also do the same thing, including the attorneys down there. So we'll see how this goes, because that, in fact, it was, the thing I think was more disturbing than anything else, besides not being able to get the answers, is the fact that this was in direct violation of the preemption laws. Now, they tried to skirt around that by saying, what well, was a private event? No, my house is a private event. I don't sell tickets to the public to come into my home and call it a private event. That's a public invitation. When the tickets were sold out and the room couldn't hold any more people, that doesn't make it private. That's what remains to be argued. Go ahead, Dave. Well, I I think there's one other thing I want to say here, too. You know, uh, Lee Williams does a thing called the the SAF, Second Amendment Foundation Investigative Journalism Project. That's uh, he's kind of, you know, he's his own guy there. Uh, I don't tell him to do anything. I, I can't remember if I've ever asked him to do anything. Uh, but, you know, he sends it over the copy. I read it. I stick it in there because it, it's a thing that the readers need to know. Uh, he, he doesn't work for me. He works for uh, you know, the Second Amendment Foundation. Right. I just happen to be the... the the guy who's the editor of the the magazines here, and and I think everybody owes him an, a you know a big round of applause for digging this up and for having the the intestinal fortitude to go with because you know what you didn't read that from anybody else. The only person's mm-hmm. byline on that story is Lee Williams. And we'll close out the segment with this. A debt of gratitude is owed to Lee. I know he struggled with this. He and I discussed it in the morning before he before he put the pen to the paper or the, the fingers to the keypad, if you will, to be quite literal about it. Uh, great work from Lee the Gunwriter Williams, no doubt about it. When we come back, we're going to talk about some great work that Dave has done, not the least of which is discussing how gun control has all of a sudden poof become not so much a priority as the midterms loom. Wow. We'll talk about it with Dave when we come back. Don't go away. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. 
Armed American Radio listeners, I'm proud to announce a new partner here on the Armed American Radio Daily Defense Program, Revelation1911Armory.com. Family owned and operated, the family started the company in order to protect our Second Amendment rights, and it's grown into a full-fledged online business. We want everybody to be able to exercise and express their God-given rights. Revelation1911Armory.com does that. What's available for you? Ammo, handguns, rifles, shotguns, magazines, accessories, and more. Revelation1911Armory.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back. Mark Walters on the Crossbreed Holsters mic for you here in the Six Hour Studios. All of it presented by X Insurance. Boy, uh, a lot to talk about today. And I, I, as much as I hate to admit this, I'm going to. We're not going to be able to get to all of it, even in two hours. We, we never do. But we're going to continue moving on here. Greg, I do want to say this before we go back to Dave. The DeSantis issue, I know we've talked about for a few days. We didn't know how this was going to turn out until last night. Yep. The event was last night. Yes, it was. We got wind of it a couple days prior to, and we found out, which is why we're discussing it today, because we now know, and we can report to you, ladies and gentlemen, that the event did, in fact, go on in an anti-gun fashion. So that's why, uh, that's why that is so important, because DeSantis is an important guy. I think we're all going to find that out. Not long after the midterms, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised to hear something come January about that. Uh, and when, they, when the presidential campaign gets kicking off, we'll see how that, how that plays out. But now you know something you didn't know previous. From Lee, the gunwriter Williams, uh, Dave Workman, myself at Armed American Radio, and we're going to continue to follow it. Dave, I, 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 th- I found this interesting. I've discussed this for a while. That it was surprising to me that the lefty loon gun grabbers, the gun prohibitionists, the professionals, the employed gun grabbers continued to push and the politicians pulling their strings continued to push gun control this close to such an important midterm. I I was under the impression they're misreading this. 
Americans don't care. I'll tell you what we're voting on. We're voting on our wallets. We're voting on crime. Oh, but wait, when you vote on crime, it's also the right to bear arms. That's why more people are buying guns. I, there's a disconnect here, and I thought it was odd that they pushed it because they generally don't push this topic so close to any election, let alone one so important. And you've got a piece up now, gun control not a priority, as midterms loom with Biden in basement. What gives here? What? Tell us about it. Well, uh, long story short, I think a lot of Democrats are uh, delusional. Uh, they think their priorities are the priorities of the country. And they got a guy in the White House who told reporters the other day, hey, the economy is booming. And, and of course, he was eating ice cream and, <laughs> and having a great time. And and, uh, and I got a news flash for Joe and the Democrats. I'm going deer hunting right after I get off the air with you. I'm, I'm heading out of here. I'm going to go back to deer camp. And I'm going to be paying more. Oh, than good. Can you stay for the second hour? No, up here. Oh. <laughs> I had to throw that in. I knew I was yeah, going to go. Yeah, well, I, go, go I got a tag in my wallet for Mark Walters. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, seriously, I'm going to be paying maybe about five and a half bucks a gallon of gas to right. go uh, oh, about 80 or 90 miles, which is uh, kind of a long drag when you're going across a mountain pass and it's snowing. <laughs> and anybody who doesn't think that hunters are not uh, consumers and they're not paying attention to this is out of his mind. And if they also think that they're going to get away with jacking up the price of gas and leave, and jacking, uh, allowing uh, inflation at like 8 or 9% uh, to continue, uh, they better have something else to do after November 8th, because I think they're in for a drubbing. And that is the most polite way I can put it on a national radio program. Um, this, this is just a, a bunch of losers who, who think, God, you know, gun control, we gotta, we got to push guns because that's what the public is interested in. Abortion is way, way down on mm-hmm. this list, too. At the top of the list, the economy, inflation. You know, whatever else a hunter is, he or she is also a consumer. They require gasoline to get to and from wherever they're going. they got to have groceries. If they stop to eat someplace, the price of that is going up. Uh, yada, yada, yada. And and for the, for the congressional millionaires on Capitol Hill to kind of pass that off as, hey, let them eat cake. I'm going to remind them what happened in the French Revolution. <laughs> this does not end well for the people who mm-hmm. keep thinking that stuff. It just doesn't. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it kind of goes along. Look, to believe, I had, a, I had a conversation with a number of folks. You know, my, from time to time, as we get closer to an election, people begin to get wary. Why? Because they're getting hammered with everything they see in the media, right? Because that's where people get their information. And the gaslighting tends to work. I've been guilty of it. Wow, could this be happening? Is this, am I missing something here? Until you snap out of it and realize, of course not. You're being lied to and you know it. All you've got to do is open your eyes. But I had a conversation with my wife. She goes, gosh, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm not feeling real good about this. I said, no, stop, step back and think about this for a second, realistically. In order to think the Democrats are going to do real well in the midterms, you have to believe that Americans are happy paying what they're paying for food, are happy with inflation rising and wanting to pay another 4% increase, are happy with their interest rates going up on their credit cards, their mortgages, their auto loans, and everything else they borrow money for, for their businesses, etc. You have to be thinking or agree with the fact that Americans are okay with the threat of crime every time they leave their homes, particularly those that live in big Democrat-controlled cities, and you have to think that Americans are okay with the government taking their guns. Americans aren't okay with any of that. And because they're not, here comes that drubbing, and I like that word because it is the kindest way we can say it, in November. And this poll that you, that you uh, mentioned here, the Monmouth University poll, which was released this week, shows gun control out of nine priority issues, ladies and gentlemen. Gun control is second from the bottom, Dave. So explain to me why the Democrats 
think that they can continue to push that while eating ice cream, telling us this is the strongest economy we've ever had, when all of us know ain't none of it true? Is it just because they got nothing else? Uh, first, if I should ever try to claim credit for figuring out how Democrats <laughs> think to write a book, uh, you'll be very well. You know, I'll go to the old folks home and live in a rubber room yeah, because it's just <laughs> impossible. But, uh, yeah, I, I think and we've talked about this uh, before. Uh, I think that they don't have anything else to run on. I mean, come on. Let me ask you something. If, you, if you're a Democrat running for election, say, in Congress, are you going to run on the economy? What, are you crazy? Are you going to go out and say, hey, the price of gas, you know, it's okay. we got it under control. Yeah, you and, and what other moron? And, and then here's Joe Biden again. He wants to tap once again the strategic oil reserves. And that's just – that is not wrong. It's just wrong-headed. And uh, I don't know who's calling the shots for for uh, the president, but they never studied economics, and they sure don't know anything about national security. It's it's just a, a horrible thing that, that's going on here. And then we bring this back around to gun control. Boom. Uh, you know they're they're talking about gun control and violence in the street and yada yada this and and you know we got to ban assault weapons. You know I got a hold of the report, the five day report from Raleigh, North Carolina. Carolina. And uh, uh, we made this uh, into a press release here the other day uh, about that, that horrible shooting down there. Uh, here, here comes Joe Biden demanding, hey, you know, we, we got to re- renew the ban on, on assault weapons. I got a news flash for Joe. That kid didn't have an assault weapon. He had a shotgun. And that shotgun has been recovered, according to this five-day report. And I read it. I've, I've, uh, it was on screen here. Uh, it's available online, I think, uh, to anybody who wants to look. No, uh, nothing in there about so-called assault weapons. The kid was armed with a shotgun and a pistol, which, of course, at his age, 15, he couldn't legally carry anyway. Mm-hmm. And and yet here's this 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 revival, this this cry for a ban on assaults. These people have absolutely no shame. I mean, let's get this right up front. They're exploiting, or at least they tried to exploit this thing to push their gun control agenda. Now that the facts are out, you don't see the media reporting anything about this. I'm going to report it. That's probably as far as it's going to go. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Their efforts and attempts have failed miserably yet again. We'll be back. One more segment with Dave. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 
car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Visit DanielDefense.com. I did that yesterday in person. Had the AAR vet parked out front. Got some great photos of the Armed American Radio grenade microphone vet underneath the big Daniel Defense at the, at the front of the building. And an amazing time was had by all hundreds of were in attendance. We raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for the Double D Foundation. And guys, I got to be honest with you, I blew it. Greg, I really did. And here's why. Because the silent auction was ongoing, and I could have been notifying you listeners to, to have participated in that, and there were some great items up yeah, there. Yeah, you are slacking. I was slacking. I was slacking, and the bidding didn't stop until 8.15. Mm. Uh, for example, one of them was a signed guitar, by Luke Bryant, All right. and a set of concert tickets and backstage passes for the 2023 tour, okay. and that thing went for like 2500 bucks. Oh, wow. And my wife was like, can we bid on it? Can we bid on it? I said, I just don't feel comfortable doing that as the MC of the event. Yeah. Oh, who won? The MC won. No, I didn't think that looked good. So the next time we do this, and there will be other opportunities outside that event, I will let you know, because the fundraisers are fantastic and for such a great cause. The kids that, that it benefited were there with us on the stage. Uh, youth shooting sports coming up behind us was just fantastic. So make sure to visit DanielDefense.com and the TheDoubleDFoundation.org. The TheDoubleDFoundation.org. We've got this final segment with Dave Workman, who we are going to gleefully allow to go hunting. Thanks. <laughs> Dave, I, I had to throw that out there because I had to ask only because I knew. But let, let's go post-Bruin. When I opened up my remarks last night, now get this. I had to follow Mark Robinson speaking. Try that sometime. Okay? So I just stood up and said, guys, I, you know, uh, thanks for letting me follow that. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to follow that. I'm just going to give you some insight as to what I know is going on in the courtrooms on behalf of the Second Amendment Foundation and let you know that help is on the way in courtrooms across this country. As 
post-Bruin woes continue for the left. You wrote this piece. Media reports suggest gun control crowd faces big post-Bruin woes. Could you be referring to some of the court cases that I discussed last night and that we know are going on at Second Amendment Foundation, FPC, and elsewhere. Tell us what's going on here. What are the post-Bruin woes that media is reporting about the left? Well, I uh, I think uh, it should be obvious to anybody who's been following all of this, you know, just watch the news, although the news doesn't like to report this stuff. Mm-hmm. But the, there are courts around the country who, uh, you know, good for the courts, good for the judges. They, they read the Bruin ruling done by Clarence Thomas. And in there, uh, I think the most significant Part of that ruling was that the Supreme Court has done away with this ridiculous two-tier scrutiny thing. You know, that was invented by somebody after the Heller and McDonald rulings. I mean, let's get honest with this. In addition to the historical uh, perspective that is supposed to go into analyzing uh, Second Amendment, well, any any cases that run up against the Bill of Rights, uh, some court someplace added this ridiculous uh, and, and uh, one of those quote-unquote the fixes in kind of uh, steps that it has to be a, uh, um, a means in scrutiny uh, balance test, which means that, gee whiz, you know, we'll weigh this, uh, but if if the state says that it needs to accomplish, uh, you know, public safety, then we got to support this law. We've got to uh, maintain uh, that this law is constitutional. Well, Clarence Thomas just let the air out of that one in June, and now the courts uh, into which I might remind people, uh, uh, President, uh, former President Trump, uh, filled something like 300 uh, uh, lower federal court vacancies during his four-year term. Uh, if he'd had another four years, oh, whoa, uh, Katie right, bar the right. door. But um, what the courts are doing is is they're going back and they're having to reanalyze some of these cases because uh, people like the Second Amendment Foundation and I think the Citizens Committee uh, is involved in a couple of cases, uh, not the least of which is the challenge of the Maryland ban on so-called assault rifles. Uh, they're, they're bringing these cases back. And they're saying, well, you know, uh, it's time to take another look at this stuff. Maybe we've got a reason to to bring back some of these legal challenges. And the Supreme Court actually did uh, grant cert certiorari, well, review, uh, to four cases, one of which was the Maryland case. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Maryland, the Court of Appeals down there, and I can't remember what it's, uh, I think it's the Fourth uh, Circuit. That's the Fourth Circuit, Uh, Maryland, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, they ruled in favor of supporting and maintaining the Maryland ban only because of the the, the means and scrutiny thing, if I recall correctly. Well, that's out the door now, and the high court uh, granted cert. They vacated the lower court ruling from the appeals court, and they sent it back for further review based on the language now in the Bruin ruling. Uh, Clarence Thomas probably gave uh, the Second Amendment movement a an incredibly good uh, starting point, not a gift, a starting point, so that we can challenge some of these just asinine laws that have been uh, created around the country for the last hundred years, uh, in, including that that stupid uh, uh, New York gun law that required, hey, you got to show you've got a special need mm-hmm. to have a concealed. No, you don't. And, and you never and did. Course, you never did. Yeah, you, you I, never I, did. I, let, that, let me, let me that, take you back funny. to the assault weapons ban in, in the fourth. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Be, as you were as you were speaking, I'm thinking of this in different terms. Let me let me phrase it this way to you listeners. What when when the court granted cert in that case that had already been ruled on by the Fourth Circuit and upholding that assault weapons ban, the Supreme Court granted cert. That means they accepted the case. Then they immediately, immediately vacated the decision and went back to the lower court. In this case, the Fourth Circuit said, no, now we have a new test. 
in a new decision. And you need to look at that case in light of this decision as it was written in this Bruin case. To me, correct me if you think I'm wrong, that's a judicial example of a dare. Fix it is what that said. Now you need to fix it. The Supreme Court looked at that and said, no, we're going to grant this case. Now, guess what happens if they come back and take them up on the dare? The Supreme Court will take the case. Mm -hmm. So this is this is an example of a dare. Is that fair to say? 30 seconds. Absolutely. And uh, I, I will remind people this particular Supreme Court will not take a Second Amendment case if it plans to maintain the status quo. That's a shot across the bow of the Brady Center and the Alliance and and, uh, 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 Michael Bloomberg and his outfit. Remember this. If you want to push this to the edge, you're going to find out that a paper cut can be pretty damn bad. Oh, I like that. I'm going to leave it at that. Dave Workman, go hunting. And get off the radio. Close the office out there. It's 2 p.m. on the West Coast. Enjoy your time and be careful driving over those passes. I know how nasty those can get. Dave Workman, Second Amendment Foundation, Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms in Bellevue, Washington. You can read him on Ammo Land, Liberty Park Press, The Gun Mag, and all kinds of other places. It's real simple. Search Dave Workman journalist or Dave Workman Ammo Land and everything he writes will pop up for you at all of the locations that he writes and you get discussions like this from his hand. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back one more hour, six minutes after the hour. Until then, carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. Never leave your cave without your club. Enjoy your next few minutes during the break and we'll be back at the other side on the flip side of the hour. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012.